Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sugg. With me, as always, my brother, Emery Ogletree II. What's going on, sir? My brother, what's good, man? I mean, hey, this free agency has been very interesting so far. It has. It has. And I, I personally have just been disappointed. It's been very – it hasn't been what we thought it was going to be. Like, Bradley Beal just stayed at home. You know what I mean? Like, we wanted to, I wanted to see some movement. And we really haven't gotten the movement that I wanted to see. Like, I wanted Zach Levine to stay. Of course. We wanted Zach to stay. Well, I wanted Bradley <laughs> sure. to go somewhere. You know? But but we did get some trades. Um, before we get to the trade request, we'll cover Rudy Gobert going to Minnesota. <laughs> um, Rudy. You know how I feel about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and, like, on paper, yes, it's a great move for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But like in actuality, now you got two bigs who can't guard the pick and roll when it become playoff time. Like we don't believe I don't believe in any in the heart of any of your bigs now in Minnesota, like your <laughs> center or your power forward, which I do think uh Carl Anthony Towns is better suited to play the four than he is the five. What was your take on that trade? Like you said, on paper and potential, I mean, I honestly, I honestly I was like, okay. I, I just basically kind of shook my head, like, okay. It almost has an old school vibe of uh, Akeem Olajuwon, Ralph Sampson to me. Yeah. You know, it, it just kind of gave me that kind of vibe. And I was just like, you know what, Minnesota, I mean, they, they're taking a huge swing right now. I think they're just trying to take advantage of what they feel they have. They definitely got the potential. I mean, what Minnesota showed in the playoffs this past season is that they're coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we talked about during the playoff run, man, I mean, about the teams that are coming up. Obviously, we got to start with Memphis first. But, uh, you know, Dallas is you know, kind of making moves, too, as far as a young team. And like I said, Minnesota, like I said, they, they, really, I, I, they really gained a lot of my respect. They, they did. I was like, man, like, they were, they were better than I gave them credit for. I agree. You know, especially agree. When, they were playing, when they were playing Memphis. And uh, I hate the fact that they lost Patrick Beverly in the trade. I, I, did, I did hate that. I, was, I felt like, you know, because what he brings to the table again, stuff like that. Doesn't really show on the stat sheet, but I'm not surprised. I mean, based off, you know, whatever uh, Utah was asking for by getting rid of Rudy Gobert, and it still seemed like a lot. I felt like you could at least kept Patrick Beverly and still gave him everything else. But looking at the players that were included in that trade, Patrick Beverly more or less is probably like the headline. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, like you said, it's just like potentially, yeah. I mean, you you have guys out there who probably can't guard very well on the perimeter, but. At the same time, though, I mean, I, you can almost live with that. I mean, because right now, like I said, I mean, in the paint, right now, I'm, I'm expecting a lot of expectations. I know Cat's more of a stretch four, but, I mean, you got Rudy Gobert, who's kind of been like the premier defender here, you know, in this, of this generation with his three defensive player of the years, man. And I, I don't know, maybe with this trade happening, I'm not sure. I never have really heard any reactions from Rudy himself. Maybe that might be some extra motivation for him. Who knows? Yeah. And he's gonna come up. He's gonna come out this season and be ready to go to work. And like I said I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing what Minnesota does. I really do. I I expect them to make the playoffs. I just want to see what they do once they get there. Because like I said again, it's gonna be interesting seeing them now that Carl Anthony's gonna be more or less just a stretch four, not playing the center position. Agree. Do you think Utah is just blowing this whole thing up? Do you expect Donovan Mitchell to get traded? Well, either that or he just won his way out. Because, I mean, if you're Donovan Mitchell, I mean, you got to be sitting back going like, what the hell? Well, Your coach him, resigns. Him and Rudy Gobert did not get along. 
Well, yeah, I mean, because it all goes back to that uh, COVID situation, which <laughs> yeah. was, no, which was messed, which was messed up. I don't blame you. You know, but at the, but at the same time, though, I mean, I'm sure Donovan, one one way or the other, still still knew what Rudy brought to the table, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, one way or another, one of them had to go. Yep. And my thing, and my thing is this: is that okay? You traded away, you traded away Rudy Gobert. The pieces you got back again, you got draft picks, and like I said, that little package with Patrick Beverly and. I really, I'll be honest. I don't really know too much and about some, the other and two some guys. Dudes. Yeah, it's and some dudes, and some dudes, pretty much. And it's just kind of like you sit there and you're looking. It's just like, well, where are you going? If I'm Donovan Mitchell, it's just kind of like you, you almost just have to demand, like, man, let's just let me out. And you know, Utah don't want to let him go. You know, Utah don't want want to let him go. And it's yeah. just like, but what else is here? What else is here for me? So I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Donovan if it's just like. You know, if you just go to the office, and I know, you know, I'm sure he and D Wade got a you know connection or whatever else like that. But he has to see the writing on the wall. Like, where the hell are we going, man? He's still a young guy, but I don't think he he he's built for a rebuild right now. Yeah. If he ends up in Miami, I want Dwayne Wade fined for tampering. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I want. I'm like, nah, you need, man. You need proof. You need proof first. You you gotta I, have proof first. Oh. And speaking of tampering, I am so glad that I'm seeing reports that the New York Knicks are going to get fined for tampering the same way the Bulls did. Like, we all saw those Jalen Brunson, you know, he's signing. <laughs> if they take an our second round pick, we taking everybody's picks. That's the way it has oh, to go. You, you're, so, you're so petty. It's the Knicks. Like, like who, who honestly cares? Just, you're being so petty right now. It's the Knicks. So if we're taking my second round pick, we taking everybody's second round pick. If I was the Bulls, I'd be okay, blowing the whistle. Well, like, yo, we watching the well, ESPN league. I, I'll be honest with you. I until you said it, I, I had no clue. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Dallas the, was like, the Knicks got fired. All right. The Dallas was saying like, yo, we want we want sanctions because they didn't even get a chance to talk to Jalen Brunson before they said like he was signing. That's with Dallas. not that's, no no that's but that's not true. That's not true. Brun, no Brunson. And no wanted wanted to stay from last season, but but Dallas didn't want to roll with him. They didn't want to give him the extension, but so he what, bet on himself. What Dallas was saying was that after the, the deadline, well, once free agency opened this year, they didn't even get a meeting. It was like it it hit the time he signed with New York, like at the at the one minute mark. Contract I mean, was already I mean, drawn up. But I mean, but let's keep it a buck, though. I mean, he ha- he has family that works for the Knicks front office. Yeah, we all knew he was. I mean, everybody now, knew he was now, going there. And, and, I'm just, and I'm just sitting there saying, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's nothing that's been proven in writing. But especially though, if it's if it's your pops that's working for the front office in the Knicks, you're gonna talk to your dad behind closed doors. I mean, damn, it's your family, it's your blood. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I, you, I'd be hard pressed to believe, even when he was in Dallas and they're probably in the middle of their playoff run. That behind closed doors and personal conversation, you got family working for the Knicks front office that y'all didn't have that conversation. Especially after you found out, you no know, Dallas wasn't going to be able to, didn't want to re up you at the time. So it's like, all right, you know, they don't want to re up you right now. I'm gonna bet on myself. You know, he won on that side. And he's like, look, I'm ready to make a move. You know, I said, why am I waiting on these cats? They didn't, they didn't believe me in the first place. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play with. I think it's a loss for both teams. Like Dallas is losing a good player, and the Knicks overpaid for Fred Van Vliet. That's exactly who yeah, they just uh, got. But yeah, I mean, I'll put you this: way. I mean, Jalen Brunson took advantage of his opportunity. It's, it's just what you do. With Luca oh, being yeah. out, 
You know, it's, it's, it's next man up. Yep. And Jalen Brunson, I mean, he, he stepped up. Like I said, he, he had a solid playoff performance. He wasn't great, but he, he, he was solid enough where he's like, you, he caught your attention. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I say he, he caught your attention. And this is like, you, you did enough. It was just like, wow, like, you know, he can play. You know what I'm saying? And I said, but they brought in uh, old boy Wood from Houston, right? Uh-huh. Uh, was it? I can't remember his first name. Christian, yeah, Christian Wood. Once they they brought him in, I was like, whoa. Because I'm sitting there like, okay, well, now you're bringing him in, and you know he gets buckets. So now you're going to have a healthy Tim Hardaway coming back. Uh-huh. Obviously, Luca's going to be there. Now you're throwing Christian. It's kind of like I'm looking at Jalen like, okay, well, even though you come off the bench, how many touches are you really going to get? Yeah, and if he want if he wants to shoot, he had to get up out of there. Now they well, just I mean, need a first point guard. And it just came down to uh, you know basically you know what do you want personally? It's mm-hmm. like you know do I still want to just kind of be like this role player bench guy, you no know, per se here in Dallas, or where I can go to another team? It didn't necessarily need to be the Knicks, but go to another team where I can have a bigger role and do my thing. Who knows? Going to lead to a bigger bag, you know? Yeah, Agreed. you know which you know. Which you brought up, you no know, transitioning transitionally to Bradley Beal. I, I said myself, man, I was like that talent. He deserves to be a contender. But this isn't the first time we've seen Bradley do this, though. Yeah. And I said this the first time. I was like, you know what? The first time he signed his little extension, I'm like, okay, you know, if this is about the money, I get it. But I was like, but you can't tell me the next opportunity that comes up when he's a free agent. If he does it again, that just tells me that Bradley Beal is not really worried about winning. He's not. This was. This was. The first one, everybody signs that extension. That's the money. Right. And then exactly. if it ain't working out, you either, you know, play it out and leave in free agency or you demand a trade like in year two or three. Um, but the fact that he just re-upped again, it's like, what are you exactly. doing, man? Exactly. And it's just like, you know, I mean, more power, and I said, and that's more power to him. Like, yo, you, you're the face of a franchise. You're going to get your numbers, but you got to see the writing on the wall. I mean, yeah, you got Christos and everything else, but your team is going nowhere. At best, y'all be an eight seed again. Yeah. Maybe a seven seed. But other than that, though, I mean, you're just going to be basically the star of a franchise that really didn't go nowhere where your talent really, you know, merits more so like, damn, you could really go to a contender, you know, and change a whole lot of, you know, paths for teams that could really use you. Yeah. But, I, but obviously the bag wouldn't be as big because you'd probably be playing with other, you know, money-making players, obviously. I had so this I'm dream just, of him and Dame. Him and Dame was like the dream. I'm like, oh man, like they could make a run. They they did still need more, even with oh, yeah, the, they mean, would they, need again, more. They would need they, more. It, but that's a great I, start because I feel he's an upgrade on CJ. I mean, yes, he is. But again, I'm, I'm just looking at where they are at this point in their career, though. And we're also talking about another franchise where it's like, you no, know, I love Dame too, and we're we're, we're going to transition to like the trade request here shortly. Unless you can pull off something like that, who's really coming to Portland? Because I'm like, well, no, Dame, I know you love Portland and all, but he's almost like in the Brad, he's almost like Bradley Bill himself. It's like, Dame, dog, it's not going nowhere right now. I mean, they just re-signed Yurkic to an extension. And I'm sorry, Yurkic is just not like he's not like that to me. Uh, but you see, that's Dame's boy. That was a a, a nice yeah, Dame. I, I know, I know it was. But, but I'm just saying though, but Yurkic isn't gonna get you there. You, you're going to need more. Like, you know, like Yerkish to me is just like a, a, a level or two above Kevin Looney. And we saw Looney got his extension. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like, 
But I, but I look at Yerkes like, you know, number one, you don't stay healthy. You know, and, I mean, if you stay healthy, then yeah, you contribute, but still it won't be enough. I mean, like, right, I'm sitting there thinking about the Trailblazers right now, and it's just like Dane, Yurkic, and the rest of the, you know, those guys. I mean, are they even a playoff team? They are borderline. They're, they are in that 8 to 10 range. Provided that Dame stays healthy. If Dame is healthy, I, 8 to 10, their ceiling is 6. That's about as high as they could go if everything shit. goes perfect. If they it's, if it's, they play out their mind, their ceiling is 6. It's it. Six might be a stretch, but that's not said. But I, I agree with you. But but I said, but we can get over into like you no know, the trade request. Yes, oh, well, before we do though, I mean, I, I'll tell you who I got. I got to get my nod to Boston. Bo- Boston's not, Boston's not playing. Man, they got Boston. Malcolm Brogdon for nothing. Like for like, nothing. I I didn't even know he was like where where were all the teams? Like if we if that was his trade, <laughs> like how did y'all pull this off? You know, what I mean? like we, we we got nothing. Like the Bulls have nothing. We could have gave you that. And now they got, and they got Gallinari on top of that. I know they beat I'm the like, Bulls. I forgot. That's who I wanted. I wanted and him. All I know, all I know is this much. Based off what I'm seeing, I better not see that dude Pritchard in the game next year. I better not see Pritchard be getting like ten shot attempts. No, and he's not no. hitting a damn three. Now he'll and just. Be I, I, need, to, uh... I need Pritchard to be gone. He'll be there. It's Boston. It's Boston. They they need Pritchard for obvious reasons because he he, he fits a he fits the look of the Celtics. Yeah, oh, they they need yeah, at least it's, one it's, on the roster. Put um, put him down. Put him down. Down down towards the. I better not see him a lot. I you, better not see him a you lot. You will see him at the end of like the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter when they have like the ball with like eight seconds left. He'll get subbed in because he All spreads right. the floor. And if you double, he can hit an open three. But he no, can't. he can't. Nah, <laughs> no, he can't. His, his problem is he can't hit contested shots. And in the playoffs, there are no open shots. Like, you don't get open in the playoffs. Everything is contested. He, his problem is he's a one-trick pony. And his, <laughs> if his one trick ain't going, he's useless. Like, man. But, yeah, let's let's transition to the trade request. But before we even get to that, let's, let's do a timeline of events. Um, first... Uh, the Nets allowed Kyrie Irving to search for um, some sign-in trades since they weren't willing to give him the bag that he was asking for. And predictably, nobody came calling. Everybody was like, yeah, no. Um, so he couldn't find the deal. Only thing I think he could find was something with the Lakers. Maybe like, uh, like Russ for him, kind of like oh. straight up, and the Nets oh. don't want to do that. Oh, get me started on that one. Um, so he just re-upped with Brooklyn saying like, I'm here for the long haul, uh, for the duration of my contract. And soon as that happens, his boy was like, well, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin Durant has requested a trade. We don't know the full list of all the teams that he wants to go to that will, that he requested, um, to go to. But we do know that two of them were the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns were at the top of the list. And with the Miami situation, I'll start there. It's hilarious because he he wants to play with Jimmy, Kyle and Bam. And in order to go to Miami, they're going to have to trade one of Jimmy, Kyle or Bam. Um, Oh, it's it's Bam. It's Bam. Um, 
And then with Phoenix, he, of course, wants to play with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. But if I'm Brooklyn, there's no way I make that trade and don't come back with a Devin Booker. Like, they have Like, you want Kevin Durant? We get Devin Booker. I see that as, you know, I see that as an equitable trade. So I don't know. Unless they they try to convince him to take DeAndre Ayton. I mean, but don't nobody. Phoenix don't even want DeAndre Ayton. Why would you know what I'm saying? Like, why should we take them? Unless you believe that Phoenix is just misusing that dude. So what well, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what you think? Well, I mean, again, first of all, <laughs> I'm I am i am just I'm enjoying it because again, this just validates what I said from the jump, from the genesis of this whole Brooklyn experience, man, that they are the most overrated super team in the history of the NBA. It's it's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah. And they didn't get one title as I said they wouldn't. I didn't know it was going to get to this point. I didn't know it was going to get this bad. But, I mean, I think we talked about it in our uh, last episode. Mm-hmm. I told you, I mean, Kevin doing what he did is basically just trying to save face because he didn't want to, you know, basically blast Kyrie in the media. That's all it's about. Yep. He got tired about it, but he just didn't want to throw his boy through the mud because in that way he'd be more or less uh, – admitting that what some of these people have been saying in the media was right in terms of you no know, Kyrie's effect on things not working out in Brooklyn. Yeah. Now I said I don't put it I don't put it all on uh, Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant has to take some blame. As I said, like I said there, there was no leader on that team. It's, it's like I told you, I mean you and I go almost 30 years. There'd never be a day that if you and I were supposed to work something like just like this podcast. If I looked up one day and you just 86 me, you know, on this podcast without an explanation, oh, mm-hmm. dog, I'm going to get at you one way or the other. <laughs> it's going to be over the phone or when I come home, I'm coming to see you. One way or the other, I'm going to address you. And then the bottom line is Kevin Durant just wasn't, it's just in that dude. No, he's not. He's not made like that. But, it, but, now, but now with Kevin Durant, and I texted you this, and I'm surprised nobody's picked up on it. I'm telling you. Kevin Durant has become a poor man's Robert Ory. I'm surprised nobody's picked up on that. He's become a poor man's Robert Ory. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain to people why I tell you this. It's not about talent. Obviously, Kevin Durant, from a talent standpoint, is better than Robert Ory, the player. Yeah. But look at the look at the, look at this. Robert Ory was drafted by the Houston Rockets. We know that. He was supposed to be traded, but he failed his physical. He ended up staying in Houston, a Houston team that went on to win back-to-back titles, okay? He got traded to Phoenix for one year for the Charles Barkley trade. Then he ended up in L.A. during that you no know, three-peat run, right? Then all of a sudden you find yourself in San Antonio during that run. He wins two more rings there. Now, you look from the start of Ori's career starting in Houston to the time he ended in San Antonio. He either played on a contender or he played on a championship team. Now, you look at the other side. Kevin Durant, OKC, they be, eventually became contenders who should have been contenders for years to come. But what happened? He bailed ship to go where? Golden State. To where he do? He won two championships in what? Three, four years? Yeah, two and three. Three years. Yeah, two and three. Then, he, for whatever reason, he abandoned ships in Golden State to create his own super team in Brooklyn, which on paper should have been contender but didn't work out. So I said, I don't see how y'all don't see the Robert Ory comparison. Yeah. 
Kevin Durant has always gone from a team that either was contending or the team he was on that won a championship. Now he's requesting a trade to go to another team that already is in contention. He can just go there and, and help improve their chances. Come on, man. And I'm supposed, I mean, I'm supposed to sit up here and, and, and act like Kevin Durant doesn't deserve some like knock on his legacy. Of course he does. You're basically ring chasing. Yeah. And to me, this is validates the whole thing about you going to Golden State in the first place. And don't let him go back. Oh, I'll be too through. Don't let him drink. <laughs> I saw State. that they have the best package. Like, <laughs> man, man, dog, dog. I will, I will eviscerate this cat. Like I said, from a talent standpoint, we obviously know this dude is a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. But from a ring standpoint, there will never be a player in history with the talent of a Kevin Durant that you can just look at and say, like, wow, dude, you were so talented, but let's be real, you got your brains off the back of somebody else. Because mm-hmm. I hate people keep on saying, well, he saved Steph's legacy. How do you save Steph's legacy when Steph beat him to get to the finals? Steph held him from getting titles. So how do you save my legacy? All you did was basically help make my team better, going to a finals that we likely would have gone to anyway since you weren't trying to go. With OKC, once you came to us, like, yo, we knew we were good. Yeah. Like, uh, but what do you, what do you think about, um, I saw trending there was a KD for 80 um, trade hashtag going around on, on Twitter. What did you think about that? I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> yo, first of all, It'd be on one end, I'd love to see it because the the backlash that would come with this. It would almost be worse than Brooklyn. If KD and LeBron teamed up. Now here's the here's the thing. For LeBron, I don't think it would hurt him as bad. Because I mean LeBron's won a title everywhere. He's got he's got four rings now. I think it'd be a worse look on KD's side. But imagine if they didn't win. Oh, and it's it's very positive. It's very possible that they don't win, even with KD and LeBron. I don't know if you got enough. Uh, so imagine if they didn't win, and I said and that's what just brings me back to not even with just KD, but I look at LeBron. It's just like, dude, it's why I've always questioned: like, does winning win it all? Do you does losing really bother you? Because mm-hmm. at some point, you got to look at your roster. And just be like, damn, we're so... St-. It's almost like looking at the Miami roster. I think LeBron was so caught up in his you know, feelings about how the public perceived him during that four-year run that I don't think he ever really took the time to be like, damn, we got a stacked squad. Yeah. yeah, you went to the finals four years in a row, but you only won two. They should have beat They should have beat Dallas, but whatever. Dallas got them. And San Antonio that last year, I mean, hey. <laughs> they, 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 they just let them know, like, yeah, we... we we let y'all have that one last year. So I'm sitting there looking at LeBron like, okay, now you get a KD, dude. Here we go again. If you don't win it all, then all it's going to do is hurt your GOAT case and uh, like it can be hurt anymore. I couldn't call you the GOAT. You got KD, you still couldn't win? Yeah. And they probably just try to blame it on Russ anyway. Oh, of course. If he's not a part of the trade. I mean... <laughs> I mean, 
it, it, it's it's just crazy, man. Like I said, Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the funny thing is, though, I mean, Brooklyn doesn't have to trade him. Brooklyn has the control. Yep. They and don't. They, they can send that man to Sacramento if they feel they, like it. They can send that man. <laughs> they can. <laughs> Uh, so it's like, who, who would be worse? They can send him to Sacramento. They can send him to, uh, oh, help me. I, you know, I feel the worst situation in the NBA is Utah. You don't, you don't want to go to Salt Lake City. <laughs> you can send him to Indiana. I mean, you can send him anywhere. So it's just kind of like, again, I, I personally almost want them to trade Kyrie for Russ. I really do. I really want to see it. I want to see them trade Kyrie for Russ. And I'd like to see Brooklyn keep KD. Russ and KD team back again. And I just want to see if they could try to, if they would try to make it work again. Get that old thing back. Well, not even that's about getting the old thing back, but it's just kind of like, you know, from the standpoint of, like I said, I'm not saying this conversation, this is a hypothetical, you know, scenario I'm thinking about. You left Russ and OKC Apparently, because you said you couldn't win with him, whatever else. Even though y'all went to a finals together, y'all were very young, right? This dude, Kyrie Irving, basically left you hanging in the wind. Now, you already know what you would get with Russ. Russ is going to come. He's going to play. Yeah. If Russ ain't hurt, Russ is on the court. You know that. You just went through what you went through with Kyrie. At this point, I mean, if they got back together, I'm sure they look at each other like, dude, what else do you want? Let's just go get this. We didn't get it in OKC. Yeah, you went and did your thing, but no, at this point, what do we got to lose? Are you trying to win or not? But the bottom line is this. I mean, wherever you go, if it's the Miami, if it's the Phoenix, whatever, there's always going to be that, you know, cloud hanging over your head is that you had to run to somebody else just to help you get that title that you never really let on your own. Exactly. Period. Yeah. But if you stay in Brooklyn, if you stay in Brooklyn, though, and you accomplish it, can't nobody say that, though. Can't nobody say it. Yeah. <coughs> I think the trade would be good for Brooklyn if they did get Russ because Russ's strength, Russ would be that leader. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Durant doesn't have that, that leadership, but Russ does. Kyrie doesn't, which is why, you know, wherever he goes, he just kind of torches the place on fire. But Russ will kind of bring some stabilization to that franchise because you know exactly. what you're going to get with that dude. You're going to get, you know, well, 78 games of him going hard. I mean, also you had that vo- not only that vocal uh, well, leadership through action, but you also had that vocal leadership. Because mm-hmm. that's just not KD. I mean, KD, just, uh, and I, I knew guys like that. Guys who just go out there and play, which is fine. But in this situation, like, you're the guy. Like, you're, like you're, you're, you're the guy. So if we're following you, and it's just like, and you're not saying nothing to basically lead the troops. You know, what do you expect everybody else to do? But yeah, we know you can go out there and do your thing, but sometimes you got to be able to open your mouth and hold cats accountable. And I mean, you can't tell me that after this whole thing with Kyrie, I know the rest of the team probably ready for Kyrie to go. Yeah. I'm sure everybody, everybody's just ready for that dude just to leave. Just so they can start fresh. Like, y'all, once he's gone, I, I guarantee you, behind closed doors in that locker room, you're going to hear a lot more cats getting vocal about the fact, like, damn, man, he made life a living hell here. Which is like, exactly like, what happened in Boston. The moment he <laughs> left, they were like, man, we hated him. I mean, the, I mean, the, the only thing about, the thing about Boston was, again, 
they did so much without him. Yeah. I said there was there was more pressure on Kyrie in that situation. Like I say he just he he clearly just crumbled. Like I said it, <laughs> the fact they took LeBron within one game of going to the finals then and Kyrie wasn't there. I said it from that moment. I was like, if Kyrie didn't go right back to that same situation, so he's done. And that's what that's what happened. And he wanted to blame the young bucks, and it's just like the young bucks are like, dude, we did this without you. Mm-hmm. You come here, we regress. Like they but, got worse. But I just don't see how. I mean, if these reports are even true, how how would LeBron want Kyrie back? I just don't get that. I and more than anything, like is. that's why I want the trade. That's why I hope the trade goes through because let Kyrie come to the Lakers. Okay, fine, they make the playoffs. But if they don't win, what would the excuse be then? Man, I'm not. A, I'm not I'm not absolving Russ. Russ had a bad season. Yes, he did. But the entire Lakers season in general was a dumpster fire, but everything didn't fall on Russ. Mm-hmm. LeBron gets some. AD definitely gets some. Frank Vogel gets some. But okay, you get this trade and you still don't win. Now what? There won't be no Russ to point at. So why did it work this time? <laughs> then they're gonna blame Darwin. They're they gonna blame Darwin then. <laughs> LeBron doesn't get the blame. Or maybe they'll turn on Anthony Davis. Uh, like I said again, it, it, it must be nice to be Brooklyn. Like I said to be to have so much control. Cause like they said, we want to we want an All Star, and they Draft want picks. picks. Like again, let's like say we control your destiny, Chief. Like I said, you got a four year contract with us. You want to be traded? Fine. But if we don't get the deal we want, well, you still got to play for us. I mean, unless you want to try to sit out. You know he ain't gonna do that. Nah, he ain't gonna sit out. He he gonna hoop with he's gonna hoop with Brooklyn until they get the deal that they want. Okay, like I said, I <laughs> part of me does want you no know, Russell come back with the Lakers and all because of what I you know originally said years ago. But I don't know, but everything the way playing out is, yeah, go and make the trade. <laughs> trade Kyrie for Russ tomorrow, <laughs> please, dude. Make that trade. We we really can get it on. Like I said, the KD man, I was like, I'm sorry, you, you're you're the poor man's Robert Ory. I said, I just I just don't understand. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I understand at this point that like, you know, because you just got tired of the getting you got hit the door by Kyrie Irving, but it's just like, damn, dude. Now you're running somewhere else, but you better not go back to Golden State. Don't you dare go back to Golden State. And he needs to go to OKC. Go full circle. Well, work, I mean, with, work with the youngins. Well, old boy Chet's wearing his number. Oh, no, he, so was, he, wore, he was he was thirty five. Then he's wearing his Brooklyn. Yeah, number. Yeah, so he, he, he was thirty five. That's why I said he was thirty five. My bad. He, he was thirty five then. <laughs> and Chet would give it up in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if if KD wanted, KD will take it. So maybe maybe your Bulls should try to trade for him. Y'all gonna give up Demar for KD? Nah, I wouldn't give up Demar for KD, but. Like I was thinking, like man, Zach for KD. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> like, Zach was delaying on that, uh, on signing that extension. I'm like, yo, man, you better sign that, sign that extension, sir, or you gonna find yourself in Brooklyn. Like, well, nah. Even though I was looking at the betting odds, for whatever reason, the Bulls stay in the top five, 
of like the places where Kevin Durant is gonna end up. I'm like, man, like I don't know who what it would take, but you know, I wouldn't be upset if we got a got a Kevin Durant on the squad. Cause man, they they've had a confounding uh like free agent period. They were like, we're gonna get some shot blocking and, and some shooting. And what do they do? They get Andre Drumming, who don't provide shot blocking. He he get boards. I, I love that sign for y'all. I thought Andre Drummond, giant Andre Drummond was a huge pickup for you. I liked it, but I really needed to see some more shooting. Like I needed to see some some people who get who get hit some jumpers, and they didn't get anybody who get hit jumpers. They got Goran Dragic, and I'm like, all right, that's. I, I like having a veteran in the room, but they got seven guards on the roster now. Like that's a lot. That's more so why I like the drumming move because again, I mean, outside of uh, Vucevic, who's your starting center, I mean, y'all y'all po- y'all post is pretty much kind of you know scarce. I mean, in terms of like presence, I mean, having having drumming in the background, I mean, hey, at least you know you gonna get rebounds, you don't get defense. I know we gonna I mean, get rebounds not... and defense, uh, and I, I said that, that's I don't crucial. Just like Andre Drummond, and I'm and trust me. He is going to be 20 times better than what Tristan Thompson was during the playoffs. Like, oh, man, like, that's how stars we were for, like, a big body. We signed Tristan Thompson, you know what I mean, who is no longer on the squad, by the way. Um, I know. But, like, I needed to see, like, I thought Danilo Gallinari would have been a huge pickup, but it was between them and Boston. And if you had to pick between Chicago and Boston, I understand they just lost in the finals. You're going to pick the the (laughs) team. second um but man plus y'all y'all window is shorter anyway yeah so i would like to see a couple things i i think the goran Dragic was lonzo ball insurance since he you know appears to have a bulky knee but we'll see we'll see i would just like to see what happens maybe we'll see some deals because it's way that's seven guards is a lot on on a roster especially when you are kind of thin up front, you know, they need, you know, a backup power forward, but we'll see. But the guy they drafted last year, who was 215 pounds, Marco has put on 30 pounds of muscle during the season and the off season since he didn't really play at all last year. So we'll see what he got. Uh, Summer league is coming up. We shall see. But I said, but in the, you know, back to the original point in the, (laughs) in the chance that Kyrie and KD play together again this season. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just want to see it. I think I, I got one more run in me. I just want I just want to see one more run in me just to see them fail in the playoffs. <laughs> even, if they went to the, even if they go to the finals and they lose, I don't care. I, I just want to see it. Give me one more run. Give me, give me one more run. Just so I can enjoy, Who's play enjoy more games, I, Kyrie or Ben Simmons? <laughs> Ooh, ooh. Like, see. We got two people who like to disappear. Kyrie for, you know, his own personal reasons and Ben Simmons just because he can't handle it. Now, see, I intentionally left Ben Simmons out of my mouth. See, you you, you want me to talk bad about this dude, don't you? <laughs> we don't got to talk about Ben. We don't got to talk mm. about Ben. But I did find it. I did find it odd that the moment he posted like a pic of him working out in Brooklyn was the exact same day Kevin Durant was like, I'm out. Hey, all I'll say is this about Ben, you know, because I think because the world has moved on and, 
let me reiterate myself again. I am not downplaying or dismissing mental health. Okay, there's mm-hmm. nothing to do with this. Just for me and my, from speaking for myself, Emory Ogletree II, <clears throat> I call BS. That's just me. I don't care who doesn't agree with me. I don't care who likes it. I just said, due to the circumstances, if you just look at the evidence in front of you, it's very convenient to take that route. I call BS. Now he's saying that his back was hurt. Okay. I still, like I said, my, just like everybody else was asking, how'd you get hurt? You didn't play. But I digress. You know, he, he, he's with the Kardashians. Anything can happen. Anything goes. No, 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 no. There's no, no telling what that dude probably did to hurt his back, but he hurt his back. Man, look. Between Kyrie and Ben Simmons playing, who would I think would play more? I'm going to let me tell you Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Ben Simmons, not by a lot, but here's why, here's why I think it would be. Because you can't tell me that Ben, whoever is in charge of Ben Simmons, well, it's Rich Paul, right? Because he yep. signed with LeBron and them. Yep. You can't tell me that behind closed doors, that their team isn't in some ways happy that all this is going on right now. You know why? Because it takes the attention off Ben. Yep. It takes the attention off Ben. The only thing about Ben right now is, okay, we're expecting you to play. Okay. So all Ben has to do basically is show up. Because in the meantime, as long as he shows up, What's still hanging over? Is Kyrie going to get dealt when and where? Kevin Durant, is he going get to dealt, get dealt when and where? In the meantime, all Ben got to do is go out there and just play. Now, whether he plays great, plays bad, who knows? The bottom line is that more people are still going to be focused on the fact of where are these two going to end up going? And if they both get traded and they just get traded for, for like draft picks and all that, Right? They're going to be bad, and that means there's zero expectations. Exactly. That dude will be in the clear. So, like I said, you can't tell me behind closed doors, clutch sports, when it comes to Ben Simmons, and they're like, oh, damn, like, <laughs> this couldn't have happened any better. <laughs> like, just sit back. <laughs> there, there, just sit back. There, 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 there are no expectations of you. Because imagine, if none of this went down, and Ben comes back, it's all, all the fuckers would have been on Ben. All on Ben. <laughs> And then we're then we basically we're right back to where we started from with the Sixers going to the well, the six, well yeah, like the Sixers in the playoffs and Ben doesn't show up. Then we'll be talking about like hey Kyrie, hey KD, how do y'all feel about you know Ben's performance in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. You know against the Bucks. Uh, you know they, they might say something, and then the the question, the real question would be, will his sensitive ass <laughs> turn around and go back in his closet? But now he's good to go. He is all good. This is why he wanted to go to Sacramento where he could get lost. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm telling you. Like I said, again, I I still think he's I still think he's a marshmallow. I do. He's a marshmallow. I don't expect I don't expect much. Of, I don't feel I don't feel Ben Simmons makes you a title contender. I don't. I don't. They they weren't title contenders with Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. So what the hell is Ben Simmons gonna do? Right. I'm not buying it. That 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 marshmallow. Take his sensitive ass. Just show up and play. 
I want to see. I want to see Ben Simmons guard Chet Holmgren. Oh, he would lock him up though. Like, <laughs> like the one thing Ben Simmons does well is he plays defense. I know. I mean, I, I mean, he does when he when he actually goes ahead and plays. Yeah, but I'm talking about when the money's on the line. All right, when it's time to show up. I said regular season is one thing, but when it's time to show up, put up or shut up, like in the playoffs. I tell you, this dude wasn't shooting a layup on Trey Young. Marshmallow. Oh, soft ass Ben Simmons. You are oh you you are very fortunate, Ben Simmons. You are you are in the perfect position. It's like you said, I'm so sit there and be like, hey man, like you know, between all the you know chatter between K- KD and Kyrie is hard to focus. Whatever, man. You marshmallow. Like I love it. I love it. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this up, man? Oh, uh, no, man. Like I said, it's going to be exciting to see, you know, again, when, how this all plays out. Like I said, I can't see Kevin going to Phoenix, man, because honestly, I believe that window is closed. Yeah. I mean, I think we all we all love Paul. You know, CP3, we do. But, I mean, this past ser- series, man, it just showed me, like, I just don't think it's in the cards for them. I think it's a wrap. Yeah. He you know, can't I don't be the best player on the team. Unless, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what else he could do. Devin Booker has to take a leap. If they are gonna, if they window is to expand, Devin Booker has to be an MVP candidate. Well, I mean, especially if DeAndre's not gonna be there, and I mean that would kind of bring you up to you know, you'll try to play Jay Crowder at the five, yeah, which you're not I, gonna do. And, ja- and JaVale just JaVale, JaVale McGee just signed with uh Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. He, I think he just signed with Dallas. Yeah. Right. Let's see, he's not in Phoenix anymore. So I mean, unless they want to go out there because I mean, a little bit I've been hearing about L.A. It doesn't seem like they're going to be bringing back Dwight Howard. They just signed old boy from the Wizards, Bryant, Bryant, to a year. Yeah. So I'm assuming Dwight might be on his way out the door. So, I mean, but again, I'll say you, I mean, they're going to need, like, a physical presence. You're not going to play, you're not going to play KD at the five. I say it just doesn't make sense to me. Like I said, I think Phoenix will just, again, they'll be a, they'll be a tough regular season team. They'll be a playoff team, but that, I think that finals window is closed, man. These these teams have just rose too much in the West. And if KD wants to be traded and he's trying to go to contender, I said Miami to me would be the best fit. And I think he he needs a Miami just to kind of toughen him up a little bit. Yeah. because he, he needs that kind of culture around him, I think. I mean, Pat Riley lead that team. Pat Riley and Eric Spolster run that squad. Like, it don't matter, like, who they sign. Like, LeBron didn't run Miami. Like, it was still Pat Riley's team. Exactly. I mean, unless they they live and breathe that culture, man. So I mean, it's no, it'd be almost somewhat no different than he went to Golden State. Uh huh. You know, he'd like say, "Yo, we just want you to do, just come in here and do your job. That's all we need you to do." I said, "We already got the pieces in place. You just come in, and do your thing, and help us out." That's all. That's all they would need. That's all they would need from Kevin Durant. But I, again, I just think it would be a good fit. The only way I could see them trying to hold on to Bam. Is if they got rid of Tyler Hero? I felt like Tyler Hero would be in the package. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, and, man, I, you I trade, would do that I in say, a heartbeat. I say you trade Tyler if you want to get rid of Kyle. Because my, my my one of my college teammates was saying the same thing. He's like, you know, I, I would trade Lowry, and I was like, I just didn't see him. I just couldn't see him trading Lowry. I was like, but if you do, I was like, okay, well, I don't know who you're gonna bring up to the point. But it's like, but to. If they could find a way to hold on to Bam, that means Tyler's going to be in the package. You can throw Lowry in there. And I guess you'd almost have to throw in one more plus the picks. 
Cause I don't, unless in the way, cause with the with the way Duncan Robinson they get a run, but I, I don't think they would get get no Miami would trade away that many shooters though. No, they would keep they would keep Duncan. Yeah, they um, would, unless they, they unless they need him for salary purposes. Um, right. But I've also heard that if uh, to kind of go back, if the Kyrie for Russ thing happens, Brooklyn would just buy out Russell Westbrook's contract, and he would be able to go wherever he wanted to go. And right. Miami would be the obvious choice because they need a starting point guard if they were to trade Kyle Lowry. Right. You know, and, and like I said, I mean, again, if I'll, I'll put it to you this way, if if Miami did pull it off in a way where they can get KD, Jimmy, and keep Bam, I would pick Miami to win that series, oh, yeah. to win the championship. I would have Miami, Boston, and the Eastern Conference Finals as an early pick. Yeah, that would be my Eastern Conference Friday. Boston and Miami, but this time I would go with Boston. I'm sorry, Mil- Milwaukee. I love Giannis. Giannis is a dog, he's a beast. I don't even care about the healthy Chris Middleton. I think <laughs> y'all, y'all be in the y'all be in the title fight, you know, in the title discussion, but you know, the one you got, I still think is just fortunate you got it. The, the East has just gotten too tough. And now with these moves possibly coming up, I just don't think you got enough yeah. you know, Milwaukee to get it done. You just don't got enough. It's a it's a dog fight in the East now. Um, oh yeah, it did. like and everybody's and everybody after this Brooklyn thing go down, everybody's running back to the Clippers anyway, which I feel is hilarious. I mean, I guess you know because Kawhi didn't play. Kawhi is the unknown. Like we ain't we ain't seen Kawhi yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like play for the Clippers since he got hurt. Hey, look. <laughs> The Clippers were the first for the first joke. <laughs> if anything, I said, I'm sure Kawhi and them like, well, shoot. At least with the Brooklyn hype, that's the attention off of us. Yeah, don't. I said, I mean, before Brooklyn came through, remember the Clippers were supposed to win it all. And I was like, I said, even then, like, y'all tripping. The Clippers aren't winning nothing, which they didn't. But now we have Brooklyn, and now that's over. So I said, it's just funny. Everybody running back to the Clippers now. I do like the addition of John Wall in Los Angeles. I felt like they um, needed. Uh, another score. I said it's a it's a good pickup on paper. Yeah, on paper. I said on, on paper. paper I, on paper, I, I, you're right. I agree with you 100. But like I said again, I I've always kind of questioned John Wall's motor. But I said again, it's just like whatever. I mean, I know he was bit like by the injury bug in Washington. He was with Bradley Beal, but they should have been better than what they were. Yeah, they they should have been better than what they were. But the, the Wizards are a, a poorly run franchise. They've been poorly run from the giddy up. So, like, they were, like, the only two pieces on that team. Like, they ain't had nobody else. That's true. I mean, but was, well, unless they, were, unless they were just trying to seriously keep them both, which they weren't. I mean, that's why they went ahead and just got rid of, you no know, John and then whatever else like that. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, based off the potential, and what you possibly could have worked out in trades. I mean, you could have traded for for a front court or a piece here and there to make yourselves more formidable. I know. That's I why they, they're poorly run. And they've yeah. been poorly run since the 90s. Um, that's what that, so I don't fault him for that. But i like to see it because I think Paul George isn't dependable. And <laughs> <laughs> you think? I know. He's not dependable. And Kawhi is is you know is being load managed so you need somebody else you know there and you can't depend on like you know one of the morrises 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to pick up the slack. Right. Like Reggie Jackson can only get you so far. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and, and Reggie's a monster. I mean, he, he he does his thing. He does his thing, but he's he is a six man who was playing starters minutes. Like Reggie Jackson has no business playing like 34 minutes a game. If you can get him, you know, in like the 28, you know, 20 to 28 sweet spot. Right. That's what you want, man. But yeah, he had no been to start. Well, but like somebody, they got poor George there. So, hey, but I tried to tell you about poor George after Joe Ingles lit him up and nobody wanted to listen to me. <laughs> Playoff Pete, man. That's, that's the guy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, go ahead, man. Drop your socials. Yes, sir. As always, on Twitter is at the MCG as in go. OD as in David, IV as in Victor A at the Mikadiva. And I am at J Sug at J A Y S U G G. Also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out. Later.